kind of feel like the way we talk to ourselves, we wouldn't talk to anybody, not just our younger selves. Like I wouldn't say it out loud to another person, period. The things that I think and say to myself, I would never say to another human being. Yeah, exactly. Yes, it's really important. And it's probably the most difficult one on here. Be kind to yourself because we are we are our own worst critics. Yes. And um, yeah, it's hard. It's definitely a difficult one. Welcome to the Wayward Lasses All the Things podcast. In this podcast, we explore all the things that we have battled with and triumphed over along our own health and wellness journeys. Our goal is to provide real content for real women at every age and stage in life and to bring encouragement and community to all of our Wayward Lasses out there. Are you ready to make a change and start your journey to becoming the best version of yourself? You've come to the right place. Let's go. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the next episode of the Wayward Lasses All the Things podcast. I'm your host today, Brittany, joined by my fabulous, I'll start with you, Sister Courtney. Hello, sister. And our mother, Amy. Hi, guys. No accent. (laughs) All right, guys. So we're going to finish off. Last week, we talked about the 12 steps for self-care. We did one through six. This week, we're finishing off those last six of those for you. Uh, Before we do that, we've got some trivia. And last week, we promised we were going to get back to finishing the lyric. So that is what we're going to do. I think these are, even though, Courtney, they're from the 70s, I think you're going to get some of these. Okay. Here we go. Oh, let's see. What would you think if I sang out a tune? Would you stand up and walk out on me? Lend me your ears and I'll sing you a song. Lend me your ears and I'll sing you a song. I get by with a little help from my friends. You skipped a line. Oh, shoot. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But that's right. That's the name of the song. Who's it by? It's a wonder your song. It's the Beatles, yeah, but the next line is, and I'll try not to sing out of key. So either do you finish the lyric or guess who the artist is along with the name of the song. Okay, next one. What, was the, what was the song? What was the, what was the lyric? What was the oh, the lyric? and I'll try not to sing out of key. I want, oh, oh, I thought okay. you were going to sing. <laughs> what would you Will think if I sang out of tune? Okay. Yeah, but if I sing it, it's easier. Yeah, don't, yeah, agree. Don't don't sing, right? Don't sing. No, don't sing. Okay, this next one. Mama just killed a man. <laughs> Put a gun against his head. Pull my trigger. Now he's dead. Mama, life has just begun. But now I've gone and thrown it all away. Yes. Who's a by? What's the song? Queen and Queen. Bohemian Rhapsody. Very good. The next one. Yay! I got chills. That's the 70s? Yeah. I got chills. Right. They're multiplying. They're and I'm and losing, I'm losing control. Losing control. What's the next line? Cause a fire. You're, You're supplying. It's supplying. It's electrifying. It's because of power. Yeah. Oh. You're, you're the one that I want. Very good. Very John, good. John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John. Okay, here we go. Um... Don't you know how sweet and wonderful life can be? I'm asking you, baby, to get it on with me. 
I ain't gonna I ain't gonna worry. I'm gonna worry. Don't ask it. What tomorrow? Let's rain. get it on. Tomorrow, oh, all right. I've never listened to the Ooh, words except for that part. Let's get, get it, it on. on. I ain't gonna push. Won't push you, baby. That's good. Okay, here we go. Um, <laughs> Respect for women. Always good. Listen, baby. Ain't no mountain high. Ain't no valley low. Ain't no river wide enough, baby. If you need me, call me. I'll no be matter there. where you are. No matter how far, don't worry, don't baby. worry baby. Just call my name. I'll be there. Baby, don't worry. Don't have to worry. Don't have to worry. Ain't no mountain high enough. Okay. Yeah. Good job. Who's a buy? Diana Russ and the Supremes. Oh, very good. Okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Very good. Uh, let's see. This next one will be, oh, you had me several years ago when I was still naive. Well, you said that we made such a pretty pair. Carly Simon. It is. You're so vain. The next lyric is, and that you would never leave. Is that, I bet you think the song is about you. That, that, I bet, bet you, you think, think the song, song is about you. Here we go. Uh, once I was a boogie singer playing in a rock and roll band. I never had no problems, yeah. Sorry. What's the next part? What's the next part? I lost after band. Once I want a playing in a rock and roll band. I never had no problems. Yeah. Cause I would take him and burn him to the groove and just when it hit me, somebody turned around and shouted, play that fucking music. One boy. Very good. Very good. Let's do one more. All right. One more. And I wonder if this will make you think of anything, the two of you. And so you're back from That's outer it. space. And so you're back from outer space. I just look, walked in and find you there. Look upon your face. The replacements. Should change. No, that's not what I'm thinking of. With that side, oh, look upon your face. Oh, with that ball falling down. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. no. He says, all right, now go, and that big ball falls on his head. Yes, the thing falls on the alien, yes. I don't know why we watch that so much. So see, 70 songs, you guys pretty much knew all of the lyrics. So good. kind of. I know the chorus, you know, to those songs, but not necessarily. You guys did very good. Okay, so let's, I was just reading some more of these. Oh, come on, here's another one. Uh, I got very on, superstitious on. writing on the wall very superstitious ladders about to fall 13 month old baby broke the looking glass I don't know it's Stevie Wonder yeah that's all I know seven years of bad luck the good things in the past but you believe things that you don't understand you suffering <laughs> you don't know the song no I know the song I just had no idea what the lyrics was superstition ain't the way 
Okay, we'll be done. All right. <laughs> we're done. Good job, guys. Okay, so we're going to hop back into the episode. Um, the last six of the 12 steps for self-care. Mother, would you care to take it away? Oh, before we start, are there any storms happening where the two of you are? Uh, currently, no. <laughs> we're all stormed okay. out. I'm free. Knock on knock. You better Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, did we want to recap? Let's recap the first six steps. How about that? Okay. Go for it. Okay, go the first it. one is if it feels wrong, don't do it. Number two, and there was a number two, say exactly what you mean. Number three, don't be a people pleaser. Number four, trust your instincts. Five, never speak bad about yourself. And six, never give up on your dreams. Very right? good. If all you right. want to hear what we had to say about all those, go listen to the last episode, Doug. Go listen. Duh. But hopefully, now that you had a start for six of the 12, hopefully you guys were able to implement some of those steps and we're able to start practicing some self-care maybe. Uh, so let's pick up now with the other six. So the seventh one, don't be afraid to say no. I agree. This was something that took me a long time to get used to. I would always say, yes, sure. I'll help you. Yes, yes, yes. We kind of talked about that last week. I said yes to so many other people to helping them. I never have time to help myself. So it's okay to say no. Yeah. yeah. I, I would also, you know, don't be like rude about it, but you know, I'm sorry. I've got other things going on. Unfortunately I can't go, but yeah, don't be afraid to say no. And, yeah. and to your point though, I think that's why it's important for self-care because oftentimes we are afraid to say no, whether we don't want to disappoint somebody or, um, if you don't say no, you're going to be overextending yourself oftentimes. And, I think that just puts you in a bad place in terms of maybe stress, or maybe you're going to do something that you really don't want to do. So, yeah, I agree with that. I think it goes back to setting healthy boundaries. <laughs> a lot of these, a lot of these steps that we're going to cover um, have to do with setting boundaries. Mm -hmm. That's something I didn't um, learn, I guess, until much later in life, that it's okay to set boundaries and if you are married to discuss those boundaries with the significant other, meaning for if I, I don't know, I don't want to leave a certain place beyond this point, like, because of whatever reason, like I'm going to set that boundary. I'm going to talk it over with my spouse. That way there's no miscommunication, but um, that's a different, a different point altogether, <laughs> but don't be afraid to say no, I think falls into setting healthy boundaries for yourself and saying no whenever something or someone crosses those boundaries. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Which now the opposite end of the spectrum, don't be afraid to say yes. I would say for this one, it speaks to me in the sense of don't be afraid to say yes to new opportunities or trying new things and getting out of your comfort zone just because you're comfortable with what's going on and the way things have been. Don't be afraid to say yes to a new opportunity. That's how I read that as, or that's how it jived with me. 70s jive, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay. This is the story of my life right now since we're living in a new place and we don't have we have zero social life outside of you guys. <laughs> zero. 
So oh. David's always, let's do this. Let's do that. Let's go here. Let's, and I'm like, no, that's okay. Cause I just, I'm not quite ready to put myself out there yet, but yeah. I think it's more comfort than anything else. And so I think that there are moments where I have to say yes. And, um, it'll be healthier for me in the long run. It's self-care in the long run because I'm expanding that social circle, you know, with this particular example, or, you know, the things I'm saying yes to are good for me. They're not going to harm me. So yes, sometimes it's important to say yes. Even in the context of work, while it's good to say no, right, to overextend yourself, it's also good to say yes for, like Brittany said, for opportunities that can open doors for you. If you are always just operating within your personal space, your comfort zone, then you're never going to know or be able to see what those other opportunities are. And maybe you'll get this, this, um, what's the word I'm looking for? People are going to start looking at you like, oh, well, well, don't go to Amy because she always says no. She always says no. Yeah, she always says no. So you're never going to get her to do anything. But I think in terms of work, saying yes to some of the things that are outside of your comfort zone will definitely open up some doors for you. So this brings me back to what you said, Courtney, about like saying yes and doing things. So we have like two couples of friends that we have down here, Um, but I'm a part of this group and it's like geared for new, like new couples, new, new friends or older friends? No, like these are old friends that we have from North Carolina that live here. So we've got them, but um, I'm part of this like Facebook group that's geared for twenties and 30 year old. And they do these gatherings and these outings and they had one for couples only and it's like, they were going to meet at a brewery. I was like, come on, Alex, like, let, let's go. Like, maybe we can meet friends and we can do things and we can meet new people and branch out and get opportunities. And we got there and both of us, I, I said at first, I was like, I just don't want to talk to anybody. He's like, me either. And someone had posted, it was like, I'm wearing this and my boyfriend's wearing that. And I said that out loud to him. And I was like, so let's make sure we avoid these people. <laughs> just... <laughs> It was, there was actually a big group of people there, but we kind of just walked past, like got our own table and did our own thing. Uh, so we said, we went out, we went out and we went to a new place. Okay. We just didn't fully commit to that. <laughs> but you know what? Sometimes you know what like I've, that, though. Yeah. What I've learned is that um, with experience, but don't get me wrong, I'm still that person who's like, I'll go out, but I won't approach somebody. But with experience, you're not the only ones who are feeling that way. Yeah. You know? I don't know, I want to approach this person or that person's weird, or I just want to stay with us and let's not, you know, mingle type of thing. Yeah. So you're not the only yeah. ones. And yes. even when we started, um, like when we started Krav Magama, like at first it was like, yeah, it's far. We just moved the kids. I don't know, you know. <laughs> and finally I was, if it wasn't for you, I would probably would have said no and would not yeah. have followed up with it. But Having and I feel like for you it was like that too. Like there were days where you're like, nah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. But we we were like on my off days you were on, and on your off yeah. days I was on. So, that was so a good it worked. Yeah. It worked most definitely. Um, but now look, like now I'll go to class by myself. I don't care. Like you know, yeah. whatever. It used yeah. to be like, are you going? No, okay, I'm not going to go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was you like, want to be by yourself. I think I my, my biggest challenge here. with that. So something totally different is it's so far away. How far is it? Uh, For me, it's 35 minutes. For mom, it's like almost an hour. hour? It's like 50 minutes, five zero. So it was easier when I was in the car with her. So we just chit chat the whole time and then grab a beer after and then chit chat the way back. (laughs) But now she's all by her Because you get driven to 
crap, my God. That show. Well, I drive sometimes and sometimes Dobby drives me. I hardly drive anymore. <laughs> and sometimes dad drives me. He called me today. He was on his way. He's like, I'm going to class. You want to come? I was like, oh, I can't. <laughs> oh, thanks. He's back thanks at it. Yeah, Speaking of beer, we we went to this place and it was a brewery. We each got a beer and I like hoppy beers now. And there was one titled Pina Colada. I was like, I love Pina Coladas. And I love hoppy beers. And it was like 90 something degrees. And it was drink. It was like drinking milk. It was awful. Ugh. His beer was awful. We had the, we we're just like, let's just go to the next place. But right down the street, which is someplace I think you and Steve would like mom is it is a distillery. And we oh. each got, um, like a flight of different whiskeys and beers. So mine had oh, cool. uh, vodka, gin, rum, whiskey, and something. I had six of them and he had six different types of whiskeys. And it was like, it was a nice little sampler. So that was, it ended up being a nice little. Oh, definitely have to do that. Gotta come visit right. me again. Yes. So let's get back on topic and talk <laughs> oh. about number nine. Be kind to yourself. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I would say, yeah. I mean, we've talked about this be kind mean. of before and I'll always say it again. It took me a very long time to learn to be kind to myself every now and then I still deal with that. Like I have been pretty good. I've been consistently working out four to five times a week since the beginning of this month and even last month. Um, but ever since going to your house, Courtney, for that weekend, I went from like close to low 160s and now back up to like close to 170 and I cannot break that weight. So I kind of stay off the scale and every now and then I'll hop back on and I'll like start talking down to myself, but it's important to be kind to yourself. Be, you know, be kind to yourself and the journey that you're going through. It takes time. It's supposed to be difficult. If it was easy, everybody would do it. But at the same time, you know, you need to be your biggest cheerleader instead of being your biggest enemy. Yeah. I think you summed that one up pretty well. Yeah. Being kind to yourself. Yeah. I do have something to add to that. Um, it's Christina Kuzmich's thing uh, where she had a group of friends who were being negative to themselves and how they talk to each other. And I love her, her little um, exercise that she did with taking a picture out of their younger self and saying, would you talk to this person, you know, that way? And it brought about a lot of emotions from the people that she was doing this exercise with. But Every time I see something like this, be kind to yourself. I always, I don't know why I go to that exercise that she did because I think it's hard as an adult to practice being kind to yourself, right? There, You're stupid. You're fat. Why'd you do that? How could you do that? But if you take out a picture of yourself, is it going to be as easy for you to do that now looking at a younger you know, version of yourself? So Again, every time I see something like this, I always go and gravitate to to what she did in that exercise because I thought yeah. I thought it was just perfect. And I feel like the way we talk to ourselves, we wouldn't talk to anybody, not just our younger That's selves. Right. But like I wouldn't say it out loud to another person. Period. The things that I think and say to myself, I would never say to another human being. Yeah, ever. exactly. So, yes, it's really important, and it's probably the most difficult one on here. Be kind to yourself because we're we are. We are our own worst critics. Yes. And um, yeah, it's hard. It's definitely a difficult one. Hand in hand with that. Can you let go of what you can't control? Oof. That's hard for me, especially it depends on the situation. 
especially if the thing that I can't control is impacting my ability to be successful with something or do something efficiently and effectively. So I immediately thought of work. Like if, if I, I can't control some situations and because I can't control those situations, it makes my job harder. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but in terms of self-care, let go of what you can't control. Okay. You can't control getting sick. You can't control um, going for a walk and spraining your ankle. Like I How did about the economy? for like a week. Yeah. The economy mm-hmm. or uh, going down a slip and slide and hurting your arm for a you week. You could control that. You could control that. <laughs> you That's could right. control that hundred percent. That does not apply here. But I, but I couldn't control that I hurt myself pretty badly. Like I, I, no. I, I am finally no. able to lift a weight with this arm. Um, and I was like, I can't just not work out. So I did abs and legs and I stayed away from weights with my hands for a while. So, um, I would say in terms of that, if, uh, if you can't control it, find it, maybe find a different way to gain control. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm going the wrong way with this. You know, maybe, <laughs> maybe someone else can sum up what I'm saying here. Yeah, I got what you're saying. <laughs> I got you. But for, for me, this, this goes a little bit differently in terms of self-care. This is, this is a um, spiritual aspect of my self-care. So in my faith, I, I know I can't control most of what happens in my life. And so that that's a moment of putting trust in God. Um, so for me, letting go of what you can't control is a little bit easier. Um, sorry, is a little bit easier. Do you want to pause? <laughs> and pause. Okay, we're back from the pee break. Interrupted Courtney there. So let's see. Um, go ahead, continue, Court. Lost my train of thought. All I was saying is in terms of self-care, um, this bullet point, letting go of what I can't control actually tends to strengthen my faith because it helps me to put more trust in God and, um, to spend more time in strengthening my spiritual life. So for me, that's, that's where I go when I see let go of what you can't control. So bless you. Did you hear that? Amen. No, I saw you. Oh, I thought I was like, I thought I muted myself. You did, but I saw you. Did you sneeze? I, unless you're smelling yourself, you must be sneezing. No, I sneezed. So um, I like this one. I I, uh, I don't focus on what I can't control. I turn it around and say, well, what can I control? Mm-hmm. Um, it's the, my reaction to something. Am I going to let it control me or am I going to just, you know, put it in its place and, and let it go? But um, again, I know I'm just reiterating, repeating myself. But I think and when you, when in terms of self-care, of course, letting go of something is going to be beneficial to you. But if you want to have some semblance of control, then try and control the way that you react to something. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's hard. It's hard to do. To be able to recognize that something is building and you're starting to let your emotions impact what you're saying and how you're reacting and learning how to, like I said, recognize it and then be able to switch the gear and change that path. It's hard. It's definitely hard. But I think that the, the fact that you can recognize like, Oh, I'm, I'm doing it. It's, it's a step in the right direction. Yeah. I think I've gotten better. That was definitely a problem for me as a kid, but so I think what I do now though, is I definitely wear my emotions on my face and I'll be like, and I'll take a minute to think about it and then I'll gather and then say what I need to say. Um, go ahead, Court. 
I was just going to say that level of self-awareness too is um, a really powerful thing because sometimes you, if you're in a situation, you actually got there because of how you were reacting or how you were responding. So mm -hmm. that level of self-awareness of, okay, I can't control what's around me. What can I control? Oh, I can control myself and how I'm reacting. A lot of times that's that inner reflection will give you the solution to the problem because sometimes yeah. you are the problem. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes situation. you are. Sometimes Very you true. are. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Wait, real quick. <gasps> trivia, trivia break. Finish the lyric. Please swallow your pride. If I have faith, you need to borrow. For no one can fill those of your needs. Today. Okay. No. Something lean. It's lean on me. It is. But I don't know the next lyric. Oh, I didn't even know that. For, For no one can feel those of your needs. That, da you, na, 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 na. that you won't let show. There you go. Lean on me. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta harmonize what's happening here <laughs> okay back to the show all right number 11 stay away from drama and negativity yeah i know we got time for that i think it's harder i think it's easier said than done <laughs> i hate to say this i'm just gonna interject really quick because i see courtney has a thought so hold the thought in your head courtney I think that's one of the reasons as I was growing up that I didn't really have a lot of girlfriends because there was always drama that was going around with them. And I just couldn't, I couldn't stand it. It was like a waste of my time, like silliness. And unfortunately, I think that translates as you get older. If you did it when you were younger, you're going to do it as you get older. And that kind of stuff just turns me off. I don't have time for that. So Drama. I, I, I'm not putting it on women. I just, my experience. All right, Court, go. No, <laughs> oh, it's women. Um, but me, I'm a fixer. That is my, um, I don't know, my, my, I always feel like I need to fix things. And so <clears throat> the best place to fix things is where there's drama. <laughs> so I would find myself, not so much anymore, um, but with anything, whether it would be family drama, friend drama, doesn't matter what it is, I would find myself in the middle of it trying to fix it, trying to be the peacemaker, okay? You, this is what you think. This is what this person thinks. Let's try to come up with a solution. And it, like, has nothing to do with me. And so uh, unless I have actually offended someone or there's something that had an altercation that happened physically with me in a situation – um, I try now to stay out of it, but it was very hard for me for a long time because I'm a fixer and I could see from the outside looking in what the solution would be and what you, all the parties mm -hmm. involved would have to do to resolve the situation. So I just wanted to tell them, this is how you fix it and do it because <laughs> then it'll be better and stop. But then I realized everyone has their own path, their own journey, their own moment where they come to their own realizations. And sometimes the hardest thing to do is take a back seat and watch as the drama unfolds, but yeah. sometimes that is you the best place to be with the self when you're trying to take care of yourself. Yeah. So you had you had to yeah. learn to say no. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. No, no. No more drama. No, 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 no. Who sang that song? No. No more drama. Drama. 
No one's ever gonna hurt again. Who's that? Oh, yes, Barry that? Marsh. Yes. No, no more, more pain. pain. No, no more pain. pain. No more pain. I'm tired. I'm so tired. tired. <laughs> Ma, you don't know the song? Probably not. It's the way you guys are singing it. Maybe. It's no, that's exactly how I'm singing it. If we, <laughs> yeah, yeah. In my life, I don't ever want to hurt again. It's Mary nope. J. Maybe Mary J. Blige. Oh, Google goodness. it. You know the song. I'm sure if you listen to it, you'll recognize it. I don't think she will. I'll look for it. I'll no, it was it. like it played out on the radio. Courtney, you didn't know the song that we were singing in the last episode. Was that yeah, played out on the radio in my lifetime? I think I do know that song. Like I've heard you it yonder. I know that song. Ooh, look at but you saying yonder. You are picking up the sound <laughs> quickly, sister. <sighs> Are you guys ready for number 12? Oh, yeah. We're doing a podcast. Yeah. Yeah, Here we go. Yes. Bring it back. Bring it back. Sorry. All right. The 12th one. Very simple. Love. L is for the only one. What are you doing? Take it away. V is very, very extraordinary. Now, is even more than anyone that you adore. So love, tell me, guys. Love for self-care. Absolutely. I think I said in the last podcast, you can't. You can't do anything until you learn to love yourself first. You can't love somebody else until you learn to love yourself first. You can't You can't even move forward. You can't take care of yourself, your mental health or your spiritual health or your physical self, unless you learn to find a place in your heart to love yourself and to move forward and actually do things that help you progress in life. And then you can help other people and maybe get in the middle of the drama if you wanted to or say yes to some people or say no. You can't even make any of these other decisions until you learn to love yourself love that's peace <laughs> that's peace this is love i think that everything that we do should be in love though i agree with you 100 percent that we have to learn to love ourselves um but i do think that they're tied together i heard that <laughs> it wasn't me it was the door <laughs> it was the door all by its alone so you need some oil for that door <laughs> oil can anyway okay. i think that uh, self-love and loving others can happen simultaneously. Like, I don't think it, it, it has to be, sometimes it does maybe. And if you're having a specific situation, but I don't think it has to be go away. I cannot love you now because I haven't loved myself today. I think yeah, yeah. that loving yourself is a state of being. It's uh, something that you learn and you progress at and you get better at as time goes on. It's something that you fail at often and you have to readjust um, but I do think that everything that we do for others, uh, everything that we do in life should be out of love. This is something we talked about a few months ago when I was talking about the boys doing their chores and how, when you just make that slight adjustment, I'm not, you know, a workhorse being forced to labor. I am doing this because I love my family and this is how I'm contributing to them. If everything we do is from that lens of I'm doing this out of love for those around me 
even in that particular moment, you don't necessarily love those around you. But if you're doing it from a place of love, I think that's the best self-care you can give yourself because not only are you loving yourself and loving others, but you have that, um, not satisfaction is the wrong word, but that reassurance of knowing that you did your best, that you put out there love, you know, that nothing I did today, I was meant to hurt anyone. Everything I did today, even to the person in the Starbucks line or the person that annoyed me at work, everything that I did today, I tried to come from a place of love. So I do, I think we could go on and on and on from all different perspectives of, of the love, but yes, I would agree with number 12. Ma, how about you? Um, I think when it comes from the perspective of self-care, it goes hand in hand with number nine, be kind to yourself. We can show love, we can be kind to others, but when it comes to ourselves, some people struggle with that. So I'm not going to tell you to love yourself. I'm going to challenge you to like yourself. Pick one thing, you know, that you like about yourself or one thing that you did today that you were so proud of and, and start from there. Because I know there's a few people out there that are struggling and having problems. And a lot of it results from just how they feel about themselves. They can't necessarily love themselves because of some of the things that they've done in the past or how they view themselves. So one step, pick one thing that you like about yourself. Or like I said, something that you did today that was really good and just start there. Yeah. Love it. All right, guys, we did it. 12 steps for self-care. Hopefully you guys can pick something from here, at least just one of these things, apply them to your life, start taking care of yourself. It's so much more than just physical or mental or spiritual. Um, When it comes to self-care, there's so many other things that you can be doing, small things. And a lot of these things, you don't have to physically do anything. Some of it, a lot of it is just a mindset. So thank you guys for joining us. Who wants to close us out today? I shall do it. I shall. Okay, sister. All right, sister. All right. (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us today. Please continue to support us by subscribing to our podcast, by subscribing to YouTube, and rating us on Apple and Spotify. And if you love this episode, please share it on your Instagram stories and tag us at wayward underscore lesses. And if you're not following us on Instagram, I mean, what? Uh, come on, what are you doing? Uh, we, we what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? We don't know. Yeah. It's easy. You just you type it in and you press follow. <laughs> anyway, uh, if you're not following us on Instagram, follow us so that you can stay up to date on the tips, tricks, and short stories that we share. Or just send us some love on our Facebook community, our Wayward Lasses Facebook community, not just any Facebook page, the Wayward Lasses Facebook page. <laughs> Good point there, Court. You know, just uh, go Wayward Lasses. It's quite a catchy name. I feel like you can't forget it. So just type it in. You'll find a bunch of stuff. Anyway, um, if there's a topic you want us to cover, email us at waywardlasses at gmail.com and check out our website, um, www.waywardlasses.com. There's lots of cool stuff on there. Mom's blog, the shop. We have our podcast hosted on there um, and lots of resources for you guys. So check it out. Mother. Yes, my dear. Closes. Mother. Oh, I am the closer. Say farewell to our listeners, <laughs> watchers. 
Yes, folks. Thanks again for joining us on this week's episode of The Wayward Lasses. Until next time, reminding you guys that I completely forgot. You were so close. You just had to say the ending. It's just like I got lost for a second. Hey, guys, reminding you guys. Keep it real. Thanks again. Real. So real. Bye. So Bye. She did it. She stayed classy. Bye, guys. Good job.